Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Tambua Women in Tech Facet Chat. Today, we are joined by a queen. I'm going to call her queen because she's wearing a crown and all, a tiara and all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so today, we're going to be joined by Sherry, who is an author at Plural Site, and she gets to share with us her story, what inspires us, and maybe give us some tips on how to get to where she is right now. Hi, Shelly. Hello. Thank you so much. I'm so, so happy that you reached out. I love your stuff. Okay, nice to nice to meet you. I'm like I'm always meeting people. So I'm like one day I hope I meet everyone physically. Uh, but would you mind maybe telling us who you are, what you do, and yeah, and something sure. unique about you? <laughs> oh yeah, I have many unique things. But uh, so I I got started in tech at a pretty early age. I was always um, tinkering with stuff, you know, as a child in the eighties, like age myself. But you know the whole computer evolution was just kind of like, like um, starting in homes. So um, my first PC I had when I was about like eight or nine, I think, because before that there, they didn't exist, you know, um, or it was really expensive. And so I just um, had an aptitude, you know, and my father was like, you should really do this for, you know, a career and stuff. And so um, I went to college and studied uh, computer science. Um, and I graduated and had a really hard time finding jobs. As most junior developers know, it's pretty ridiculous to get your first job. Um, however, it wasn't as bad then as it is now because there were so many less of us, so many fewer, you know, devs. And so um, my first jobs were um, help desk, actually. I'm a huge supporter of um, technical support as your entry into tech. Um, and I, I really excelled in programming. So I started to help um, support programs with, with code that no one understood. And I, yeah, quickly became like the person that everybody, you know, asked. And from there, you know, I, um, I've had many jobs. I have had probably 22 jobs in my career that has lasted just about the same <laughs> amount of years. So it was really an average of me changing jobs once a year. Um, which isn't fun either, but as a woman, you know, there were instances where I was disrespected and I don't allow that. And so then I was the problem, of course, you know, because I dared to speak up for myself. So just um, lots of jobs in web uh, development. I studied Microsoft, um, especially, I got into that before .NET came out. So I come from ASP Classic <laughs> and I used like Dreamweaver as my IDE. Like it was so, 
is so much different. It's so much better now. Oh my gosh. Like it's much, much easier to have like targeted libraries that you can use instead of writing everything yourself. <laughs> um, yeah. And then um, eventually I started at Sitecore. Um, it's a, I, I always say this wrong and their salespeople would probably kill me because it's not like content management only it also has all of these like experience uh products for like marketing and stuff like that but it's very niche um i started training and i found my passion in training i love to help people not struggle like i did so i go through like all of the exercises and stuff and work out like the common problems that people encounter and all of that. And I love to help people skill up. Um, and so from there, I went into management and leadership, um, but I'm still techie. So a lot of jobs had me do both, which is not what you ever want to do. <laughs> because it's <Definitely>. two, <laughs> two completely different skill sets, right? Like, you know, leadership is, it's hard. Um, but through all of this, having all of these jobs, um, your next question was how I started at Pluralsight, right? Yeah. So Pluralsight uh, was a way for me to earn passive income to help me when I didn't have a job. That's it. That's the story. I, I needed something else because I kept losing job after job and um, it just, you know, did a major, major hurt on my finances, especially. So um, I joined Pluralsight in 2016 they have a whole like audition process, not just anybody can teach on plural site. They accept, you know, 10% of applicants and of, of that 10%, even fewer actually publish a course. So, you know, it really isn't easy, um, but it's rewarding. That community has lifted me up and gotten me to a place where, I started to teach Sitecore on Pluralsight, and that led me to become a Sitecore technology MVP. And I'm one of like very few women in the entire world that hold that title. Um, yeah, so that's where I am now, pretty much. Wow. Um, there's so many things you have highlighted, um, you know, 22 years of experience, and you talk about the fact that you kept on losing jobs. Um, and, you know, the fact that I'm looking at it, let's say, let's even double back to 10, 15 years ago, the tech space was still more or less a male-dominated field, still is after this. Yeah. And here you are rising up in your career, but at the same time losing on opportunities. Would you maybe want to talk more about that? Yeah. Um, starting in tech as a woman at that time, I, I believe it was actually easier. I think that it just, <laughs> something happened 
in the like two thousands where women stopped studying coding and tech stuff. Um, I think, you know, it's just because it's not very much inviting space. I'm actually going through something right now I can't talk about because it's legal now because I am standing up for myself. But mm-hmm. I think that it takes a special um, attitude of, you know, like iron armor when this kind of stuff happens to you, you have to just understand that when people are, <clears throat> are um, like feeling inferior or like sensing that, that you feel superior and, and they're just so disrespectful, um, I wouldn't say expect it, but please do understand that that person's not okay, you know, and that's not your fault. That's them. And that's why I lost loads of jobs because I stood up for myself and then I was labeled difficult. (laughs) And then it's kind of like, on top of that, I stutter moderately but sometimes it was more severe. So, you know, they would say, oh, we're, we're sorry to let you go. But I know it was because I gave a presentation or something and it was, it was stuttery and I would be let go like the next day that happened to me four times, you know? So it's like, I, there's a trend there, I think. Well, that's 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 quite sad. Um, I think on the part for speaking, for speak, like just speaking up, at times people like don't want somebody to do that. Also, when you're a woman, and it's quite relatable. Uh, on the part of stuttering, I, I find that quite sad uh, because this is something that happens to a lot of people and being denied opportunities because of instances uh, where at some point it's beyond your control. It's quite quite uh, you know saddening. Uh, but above all this, you have been creating content. You have been, you know, one of the things majority of developers struggle with is where to get world-class content. But when you go to plural site, here you are for the past five plus years, right? Mm-hmm. You have been on content and over time evolving and trying to get it out there. So you've talked about some of the challenges that you have faced. Um, my question will be when dealing with these challenges, uh, what is it that motivates you each and every day to just rise up and say, as much as this is happening, I have lost a job today, or I did not do my best, what they, what they consider the best in the presentation, which I totally do not agree with. Yeah. But what is it that pushes you each and every day as a woman and makes you say, you know what, I'm going to put on that, I like your chair, <laughs> I'm going to put it on and just, you know, do me and just be the best at what I'm doing without giving up. And then another thing that you mentioned was the fact that at some point women stop coding. This is something actually quite observable uh, because we are in a space whereby majority of women who even do computer science courses end up taking more project management related courses or things that require soft skills. So what would you think is attributing to this, you know? Sure. Um, I will say for the first question, it was about uh, world-class 
learning and support. I, um, how I get through every day as a woman existing on this earth is that I have cultivated a massive support system, um, mm-hmm. especially through Plural Sight. I've told so many people that it changed my life because for the very first time, someone was telling me that I was good at something. I had like auditioned for something and they were just over the moon with all of my content. My content is used for like examples for other authors and um, I'm respected by every author. I've never had a trouble with any men in, <laughs> you know, and um, it really showed me, it, it was like um, therapy for me, you know, <laughs> that they were lifting me up. And I, I felt like I was in this dark pit, like I had had all these jobs and I didn't know what to do. And they were just like reaching out to me to pull me up out of it. Um, so, I mean, the the plural site authors, honestly, they're all amazing. They're really good, good people who want to help people learn. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of authors and trainers who maybe just want to hear the sound of their own voice, you know, but I think what comes through in content, especially is that you're trying to relay information to people. Mm -hmm. And I, I have studied how to um, like relate a person's job tasks to content, right? Mm -hmm. And then it's um, more easily consumable because the person can see immediately how to apply that at work, you know? And that comes from experience overall. I'm older, so I can't remember your second question. I'm sorry. Can you repeat it? <laughs> I, will, I, I feel like I, it keeps my mind also at some point because I'm listening so much. <laughs> but yeah. I think, okay, the first one was what motivates you. You know, you talked about having a support system. Uh, I'm trying to think. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's okay if you have something else. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, I'm trying so much to like stick to what I was asking. Um, Maureen always gives me like this whole thing, like, you know, you have to remember to ask these questions. And I'm like, okay, this is a turn time I'm forgetting. Uh, but so, yes, we talked about what motivates you. Um, maybe we could jump onto the fact that, you know, women are taking up more soft skills uh, related to code. Like, yeah, that was a question actually. I remembered. Yay! It was. <laughs> <laughs> so at some point you talked about the fact that when it comes to now, coding skills you find more women taking up other roles as compared to continuing the coding progress as much as they started off with it so what would you think would be the actually like what is attributing to this happening you know what is it that causes this to happen because personally from my end I started off as a software developer and then I'll move to project management and I'm like I don't know if I, I found it okay but in some sense I always want to hear like what exactly is it that makes a lot of people do that shift yeah yeah um I know for a fact, I've talked to so many women, including myself, Mm -hmm. that, you know, in school or in college or, you know, taking training, we encounter a male teacher who suggests that we take another uh, path in our Mm -hmm. careers. 
there's not like, I can't say enough bad things about that practice, but it happens to a lot of us. Um, I actually had a, a teacher on the first day of class um, teaching, I don't know, Microsoft something. And he thought that I was in the wrong class. The teacher, just by looking at me, you know, I was, I was one of like two women in that class, you know, and everyone else was a white man. Um, and I, if I saw that as a sign that I should switch, I would have, but my type of personality, when somebody disrespects me like that, I go even harder to like prove I'm capable and all of that, which they hate even more and they continue to disrespect me. But at least like I've proven to myself that they're absolutely wrong. Um, I wouldn't say that's the most healthy mentality. I, I have a lot of mental health issues. Um, so sometimes I wish I was more like chill but at the same time, people are disrespecting me and I'm not going to stand for that. You know, like nobody should, honestly. Um, but that practice and all of that stuff, I think we internalize it a lot. But the thing I've realized is that we're women, no matter what we do in this world, we will be disrespected. That's that's how it is right now. I'm trying my hardest to change that, you know that, but it's just that as a, you know, standard, women aren't respected. We have to earn it. Every job, every person that we meet, every car salesman, every accountant, you know, that we work with, they, they see us as, you know, moms or, school teachers and mm. over time that it's really hard but I'll tell you what whether you work in tech as a coder or a PM or whatever you're always going to be treated the same so you might as well do what you absolutely love sure. yeah follow your passion like you know I guess this is the thing if I think if all of us would listen to opinions of other people then no woman would be able to progress. Uh, because I've been in a situation where somebody says, you know what, I stood up for some other woman and then I was like, no, you're just a diversity hire. Uh, so that reminder, like, I, I look at you, I'm like, if I had listened to that voice of you're just a diversity hire, then I make little to no progress. But in this situation, you see, like over time, you've had to stand up for yourself and say, you're going to stick to what you say. So no matter what somebody else has to say, it's what really do you want for yourself, which is quite important. And I guess in this whole thing, you know, as much as you have all these 22 years of experience, one of the things I like to ask more experienced people is, do you have like somebody, because you said you struggle with mental issues. So do you have like a mentor that you hold your hand? Because one of the, another thing that young people struggle with, or like people who are getting into this tech, tech space is who's going to hold their hand or do they really need a mentor? So what are your thoughts on that area? Yeah, I think, um... Anybody that's watching this that follows my content knows that I am very adamant that everybody needs a group 
of mentors, not only mm -hmm. one, you should have like multiple. I have like six who I talk to all the time. Um, and the main thing I go to my mentors for is imposter syndrome. Unfortunately, mm -hmm. it's whenever I'm feeling like, I don't know if I should take on this project or if I'm, you know, capable enough to teach this technology. And they're all just like, you're Shelly Benhoff, you, <laughs> you know, you go and do your thing. Just, yeah. exactly. <laughs> I, I have to hear that all the time. Still, I, I own my own company now. I'm, you know, <laughs> schmoozing with clients and stuff like that but I still feel like a little 12 year old girl inside sometimes like I don't know what I'm doing with my life but you know overall I am passionate about coding I love tinkering I I love making something out of nothing and it, and it looks like magic you know yeah, yeah. This is the first time you mentioned you have a company, you know? Oh, really? Jeez. Yeah. That's like at the top most. Actually, like she leads the on the company, you know. Tell us more about your company. Maybe it would be good for other people to also hear this as inspiration. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I have actually a really good story now. It's uh Hoff's tech. Um, and it it started out as uh plural site only. Um because just for anybody listening, if if you do um, contract work at all, having a like business entity is very, very helpful in mm -hmm. case of a, a contractual problem um, or or anything like that, then at that point, if it's a, legal issue it isn't to you personally it's to your company instead anyway so i didn't know what my company was for a really long time until literally just a couple of weeks ago um so now that i am known as a trainer and all of that i am turning my company into a learning solutions organization. So we will provide businesses with curriculum to teach tech skills. This is incredibly important right now because COVID has caused so many people, including myself, to like quit their jobs, change their lives. We realized life is short. We should do what makes us happy. And Right now, senior talent is very, very hard to find because seniors have all the power. They have all the experience and all of that. So now it is so important for us to train juniors, for companies to hire juniors with no experience. Zero years experience is a junior. Five years of experience is not a junior. That is a mid-level software engineer, you know, you can't pay them junior rates. Um, so yeah, I'm extremely proud and passionate that I am currently working on a project with a client to help them teach 
juniors, especially, um, that's what we're going to be doing right now. So that means a whole website rebranding, you know, and all of that right now, my life is crazy. I'm hiring people. Um, so everything's really good with the company right now. Wow, I'm, I'm, I'm so amazed because I'm looking at the number of startups that are coming up even on a day-to-day -day basis. You know, you look at even Africa, for example, you have so many startups spring up each and every day and they're all like making it. But if one of the things that most startups struggle with is getting developers who can actually deliver whatever it is they have in mind. So they may get funding, but now developers and mostly are like, oh, we want five years. But if you're looking for five years, you can call that a junior level, like you said, you know? So it, yeah, that's really, really good. I am really, really looking forward to see how that pans out. I hope it's going to be worldwide because it'd be good to see some of the startups from Africa and beyond get trained by Hoftech. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I would, I would love that. And yeah, actually my uh, client is in Europe. So yeah, I'm, I'm global. <laughs> I've, I've traveled all around the world and taught Sitecore, um, especially, except Africa. I have, I've never been to Africa, <laughs> but yeah, like you should be here. <laughs> I would nice. love to. Yeah, absolutely. The culture and your food, you know, <laughs> like that's always why I travel to places is the food. <laughs> now I think I'm hungry now because it's actually almost supper time. <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> but, but yeah, it's really, really good to see, you know, uh, you are doing that training businesses, the developers in businesses and, you know, just being able to get top-notch tech skills, uh, because as you said, most people now in the tech space are more or less entry level. So just ensuring that as much as it's going to be a continuous process. So you may be entry level, but you have like amount of skills that helps you grow over time. Really interesting to see that. Uh, I guess now we've talked about a lot of things. <laughs> we should have started with this business part, but I'm more, I'm more excited about that because I just want to see how it pans out. Uh, I'm going to ask you a question. Um, if you were to go, let's say, 10, 15 years back, what do you think you'd tell your younger self? Oh, I, I always think about this and I would just hug her and say, everything's going to be okay. You're going to mm -hmm. be great because... At that time, I was thinking like 2008 was a very, very bad time in the States. The economy was not good. There were no jobs. Like I would pull up job boards every single day. There was nothing. And mm -hmm. it was just a hard time. I was unemployed like 10 months. And I would just really hug that girl and, and say, you are going to get through this and you will not believe what you're going to do. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's, that's quite important. I guess people always say, oh, I'll tell myself start early. But this part of just hugging your younger self and telling yourself, like, it's going to get better. Yeah. Uh, majority of people give up early because they do not see that future getting any better. But just the fact that you see it gets better over time. Um, it's very important. You know, people should actually hug themselves at this point. When, when you're watching this, kind of remember to hug yourself and tell yourself to get better. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, 
Yes. Uh, so I know I'm, we're almost out of time. Uh, I'm just going to ask you maybe if you are open to giving like words of advice to people who are, you know, out here listening and also maybe tell us if somebody wants to be able to just watch some of your content or just link up with you and get to know you better, maybe on a personal level and a professional level, how could they reach out to you? Yeah, yeah sure. Um, so starting with advice, um, join groups. In order to find mentors, you need to look for mentors, right? And um, every technology has either like a hashtag or a Slack or whatever, or a Discord too now. And it's, it's really important to talk to people who are also studying, also struggling, and just help each other. And then also meet people who are experienced and ask them to be your mentor. I've, I've asked a ton of people that question, but a really awesome mentor, you won't even have to ask they'll just hop right in and be your mentor, you know, and start to help you and advise and all of that. So, yeah. Um, but then for uh, learning content and all of that, I'm obviously on Pluralsight. Um, all of my courses are also listed on my uh website which is hoffstech.com and you know soon I'll also have a whole services section of that site and um, I'm also on Twitter uh, at s Benhoff um, TikTok TRs and tech and yeah I I have a podcast also TRs and tech and there's probably more that I'm forgetting, but yeah. And, you know, I talk to people every single day, complete strangers on the internet, reach out. Honestly, I will help you in, in any way I can. I, I mentor like a hundred people on the internet. So yeah, I love to help. Okay. Well, thank you. Uh, Thank you so, so much, Chibi. Uh, it's, you know, it was really good to get to know you better, get to hear your journey. Um, your experience would match some of our ages, I think. <laughs> I'm looking at I'm like, well, 22, if I had just like a few more years there and I'm like, okay. Uh, but it's really, really good to know that you are supporting other women in the tech space through different platforms, even TikTok, Tiara on Tiara yep. Tech. I'm like, okay, I didn't know that exists, but I'm going to check it out because I only got there to watch funny videos. There's a whole tech TikTok side of it. There but, is. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. So like seeing you being able to support various women across the world in the tech space, being able to provide content, keep up to date what's happening, plugging into communities and still create time to inspire those who are watching this. We are super grateful, super, super happy to have had you. And we look forward to future engagements with you. And yes, I'm wishing you all the best in whatever it is that you're going to be doing henceforth. And all the best in pushing hofstech.com to higher levels. Thank you Thank so you much. Thank you so much. Yeah, I, I enjoyed this. Thank you. <laughs>
I did too. It was good to learn more from you. Thank you. Okay.